0: In this episode, I'll be reviewing the song, Every Good Thing by the Afters, and leading us straight to the book of James. So let's get right into this episode. As I mentioned in episode one, this song by the Afters was the song I was listening to when I had the breakthrough that ultimately led me down the path to this very podcast. So I really couldn't think of any better way to kick off this podcast than with this song. If you missed episode one, it highlights my journey to creating this podcast. You might find it interesting, so check it out. Just go to michellekneesat.com forward slash one. If you haven't heard the song Every Good Thing yet, I have a link to the official lyrics video found online in the show notes for today's episode. Just log on to michellekneesat.com forward slash two. The key scripture reference from this song comes straight from its catchy chorus everyday Our memory verse for this week and the focus of today's podcast is James 1.17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Did you know that? Did you know that every good and perfect gift comes from God? It's an amazing truth to think about when you don't just read through it quickly, like it's something that you've read a thousand times. Now, I want to point out what it doesn't say. It doesn't say that God gives good and perfect gifts to good and perfect people. It just proclaims this wonderful truth about my father. He is a father that gives good and perfect gifts. And ultimately, if a gift is good and perfect, it came from no one else. In an interview by Kevin Davis for NewReleaseTuesday.com, Josh Havens, the lead singer of The Afters, talks about what led them to write this song. And I really wasn't surprised at all when Josh described exactly what I think of when I listen to this song. So check it out. Josh said, We're reminded every day of how many bad things there are in life. So we wanted to write a song as a reminder of how much God is capable of doing. We wanted to write a song about something strong, upbeat, and positive. We opened up our Bibles to James, and in James 1.17, we know that every good and perfect gift is from above. That reminds us daily that all good things come from God. We started thinking about what's good, and we thought about our families, our friendships, and things like that. That's how we went about writing the song. I've included a link to the article in today's show notes. So the band started thinking about what is good and came up with this. It's So, what are the good and perfect things in your life? I'd like for you to stop for a moment and just think about what those things might be. I know because you're listening to a podcast, you're probably doing something else, driving, running, washing dishes, or something like that. And you may not be sitting at a place where you could pull out a notepad and jot them down. But I want you to think about them. And I do, when the podcast is over and you get to a place where you can, I do want you to write them down. And another thing I'd like you to do is maybe share them in the comments section of the show notes. I think it would be really encouraging to me and encouraging to others to see what your good and perfect gifts are in your life. The next step, though, is to translate these gifts to praise. If every good and perfect gift comes from God, then I can think of no better response than gratitude. Gratitude. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 tells us to give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now, praise kind of sounds scary to some, but there really is no magic in this. It's just a prayer of thanksgiving. Perhaps this is the first time you've ever prayed, or maybe it's the first time you've prayed in a really long time. And I just want to encourage you. Prayer is just a conversation between you and God. It can be very simple. It doesn't have to be grand. And you don't have to say it in front of anyone else but yourself and God. It can be as simple as, Thank you, God, for my family, my friends, and the feeling that I get when I see my child smile. That simple. When you give a gift that you think is perfect— what are you doing when that person opens that gift? You're sitting on the edge of your seat. You can't wait to see if the thing that you thought was just right for them excites them as much as it excited you to give it to them. And it makes me think of last year when my daughter Emily turned 10. I gave her, my husband and I gave her what we felt was the perfect gift it was a gift that she had been asking for and talking about it was even important enough for her to start saving her own money toward it and so we kind of hid the idea that we were actually going to purchase it for her and when it came time to give it to her i did the mom trick i wrapped the box i put it in another box and then wrapped that box and i made sure that it was the last gift that she was going to give that day And I really was so excited. I was sitting on the edge of my seat. I couldn't wait. And she had a bunch of really great gifts that she had received from her friends who loved her and from other family members who loved her. And she spent time opening cards and reading the the messages of love. And uh, she was very gracious all day. Of course, I had this worry in the back of my mind that when she got to our gift that she would like it but maybe not be as excited about it as I was to give it to her or that maybe she would kind of maybe take it for granted or not be as gracious as I was hoping she would be but the time arrived when it was time for her to open the gift and she tore open the packaging and oh haha mom you're so funny and tore up the other box that had the wrapping paper on it and when she revealed this perfect gift she screamed at the top of her lungs and she even started crying and my daughter is not a crier tears of joy running down her cheeks I was ecstatic I know my daughter and I knew what was gonna bring her joy and it ended up being the perfect gift but do you want to know what made my joy complete when she said thank you. She got up with these precious tears running down her cheeks. She was so surprised and so excited, and it was the perfect gift. She ran to her mom, to her dad, and ran over to me, her mom, and gave me the biggest hug, and out loud with her words said, thank you. So I want to point out this truth about God. He is our Heavenly Father and He has given us some pretty amazing gifts in our life. And He is sitting on the edge of His seat just looking down to see if we are as excited about these good and perfect gifts as He is. And this prayer of praise or this prayer of thanksgiving is just your way to make His joy complete by saying, thank you. Even our song this week reminds us that sometimes we are what I dreaded in My Sweet Daughter. We are sometimes ungrateful or we take these gifts for granted. Sometimes we forget and take for granted That it's a beautiful life we live I don't want to miss the moments like this This is a beautiful life you give Now Matthew chapter 7 verse 11 says, So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? I believe that God wants to bring us delight with the good and perfect gifts that he brings us, just like I wanted to bring delight to my daughter. But like any loving parent, he in turn delights in our grateful heart, our out loud words of thanksgiving. So try it today. Make your list and then take your list and say out loud to God, thank you. The second part of the verse tells us something about the very character of God. He is the father of the heavenly lights. That's things like stars, the sun that warms your face every day, the moon that shines bright at night. He is over all of that. That could be an entire podcast just in itself. It's so amazing to think about that. And then the second part of that is that he doesn't change like the shifting shadows. And I really want us to think about that for a minute. Shadows shift when the direction of the light changes. You know people like this. One day they are patient and kind, and the next day they are moody and hateful. Perhaps your earthly father was like this, or your mother, or somebody else that was very close to you, or someone that you cared about. And I understand that that inconsistency and that conditional love has a way of breaking us down. It causes us weariness and sorrow. And I just want to take this minute to encourage you to say, your heavenly father is not like this. He is a father that is over everything, so sovereign that he created the very stars that you see, But and he loves to give good gifts, and he doesn't change. Just let those amazing truths sink in a bit. Perhaps you never thought about God like this. Maybe you didn't even realize that that was the kind of God that he was. And what a privilege it is for me to introduce you to him. Okay, so we've unpacked James 117, the memory verse for this week. I really want you to sub- subscribe to my blog and that way you can get free printables and wallpapers for your desktop and phone every week. I want you to print out the verse, put it in a place that's easy for you to see, maybe a bathroom mirror, a rearview view mirror, someplace you're going to see it every day. And I want you to practice that verse out loud and include the reference James 117 so that you can remember where to find it later. I would encourage you to actually do all three, print out the verse, put the wallpaper on your phone, put the desktop on your, on your desktop wallpaper, and then tuck that song into your playlist and listen to it this week so that you can be reminded that every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like the shifting shadows. Before we leave our discussion today, I want to expand the conversation just a bit. And I want to talk about the idea of context. Now context could be, when you're talking about a single verse like this, could be the verses before and after, or maybe the chapter that the verse is sitting in, or the chapters before and after. Context can also include historical context, like when was it written, who, what, who were these verses written to, who was the author of these verses, and then also maybe a cultural context might play into it sometimes. And you see, the verse that we talked about today is just a portion of a letter. Because you see, the book of James is not a book. It's actually a letter. And it's written by a real person, a real guy. His name was James. He was actually thought to be the brother of Christ. It was written in about A.D. 45, and it was written from James to Jewish believers. Now, it's in the Word of God, it's in the Holy Bible, so we can take it and and apply it to our own lives today in 2014 or whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast. But it was originally written in context, this was written from James to these Jewish believers. And how do I know that? Well, I read the first verses of James. It says, This letter is from James, a slave of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm writing to the twelve tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. Greetings. So, when you're reading James, I want you to remember that it was originally a letter. It did not have subtitles and chapters and verses. All of these things have been added to help us uh, find our place. We can all be reading in the same place so that I don't have to say, hey, go down to the sixth paragraph and second sentence and let's talk about what he said there. So the chapters and verses were all added later to help us in our study. And also, uh, when you think about a letter, you don't read a letter one sentence per day, do you? I mean, when you get an email from somebody, you don't say, I'm going to read this sentence today, and then I'll read this sentence tomorrow, or this paragraph today, and this paragraph tomorrow. You sit down, and you read the whole letter at once. So to read the whole letter from James to these Jewish believers, it's only five chapters. It's very easy to do to sit down and read in one sitting. And I encourage you to do that because you'll really begin to understand the context of even the one verse that we're memorizing this week. Again, we don't read letters one sentence at a time. Unfortunately, that is how many of us read God's word. These subtitles that we have in there in the chapters and verses will really help us break it up to study it. But the problem comes when we break it up so much that we forget that what we're reading is really connected to the verses surrounding it. And that's the situation that we have here with James 117. If we read this section, my Bible subtitle calls it Faith and Endurance. And let's just say that we read this like my husband reads his emails. He tells me that if if I want to give him multiple instructions, I need to send it in multiple emails or he may not get them all. But if we break it down and say, oh, we're just going to read that first sentence of each paragraph and we're going to figure out what's happening here in the book of James, this is what we'll come up with. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, Consider it an opportunity for great joy. Hmm. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. Okay. Believers who are poor have something to boast about, for God has honored them. Really? God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. This is sounding a little... not so fun. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect comes down to us from God our Father. Now let's go back to our good and perfect list that we created earlier in the podcast. Does it include things like sickness and poverty, trials and situations where wisdom is needed? Probably not because those don't tend to bring us the joy that we feel when we think of our family and our friends and our children's smile. But why would James warn us not to be misled? And I believe it's because we think that these types of situations, these hard types of situations are not good and perfect. And I believe it's because situations where our faith is tested often leads us to turn away, not grow, and develop endurance. But I know that you always made I am not saying that your list that may include family and friends and the feeling that you get when you see your child smile is not good and perfect and from your Heavenly Father. It absolutely is. What I am saying is that in the context of this letter from James, your trials, your troubles, your testing, all of these may also be good and perfect gifts from your Father. Don't just take my word for it. Pull out your Bible and read the book of James, or at least chapter 1, and check it out so don't forget James 1 every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows but leave room to consider and understand that sometimes things that don't seem so good and perfect might be from him as well so that you can grow develop endurance and be made perfect and complete before we leave today i have two quick announcements First, if you join my mailing list on my blog, you will be emailed every time a new podcast is released and you will automatically get the links to the free Memory Verse downloads every week. Finally, my next podcast will be on Speak Life by Toby Mac. If you have a question or comment about this song, please leave me a voicemail message at michelleknizat.com. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Don't forget to share your list of good and perfect things in your life in the comments section of today's show notes. Just go to michellenezatcom forward slash two. I can't wait to read them. Also, don't forget to print out this week's memory verse and download the wallpaper for your phone and desktop. I want you to be quoting James 117 every time you hear this song. I'd also be grateful if you would rate my podcast on iTunes. That helps tremendously with keeping my podcast visible so people who have never heard it can discover it. Just go to michellekneesat.com forward slash review and it will take you to the page that you can click to launch iTunes and leave a review. If you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to michellekneesat.com forward slash two where you'll find the show notes for this episode. Scroll down to the comment section and I would love to hear from you. Comments, questions, or whatever.